Welcome to the latest episode of the Edgar Rice Burroughs mini podcast. These short podcasts are meant to supplement the full-length episodes that I do with Scott Stewart and Jess Terrell, in which we generally talk about one of Edgar Rice Burroughs books in detail. My name is Tim DeForest. I'm the author of several books about what I call pre-digital pop culture, things like the pulp magazines that Burroughs was published in, old-time radio, classic comic books, old uh, B-movies, and so on. And I keep a blog about such things at comics, old-time radio, and other cool stuff. I remarked a few chapters back that most Martian warfare is fought on a hand-to-hand level. Rereading this chapter reminded me that naval battles though often involving boarding parties that lead to -to hand-to-hand combat, are a case where rifles and cannon do become important. We see that in this chapter, along with a vivid example of just how accurate Thark rifle fire can be. And despite their inherent brutality, we see that the Tharks are incredibly disciplined when it comes to warfare. They act as a single effective unit with target types, such as officers, gunners, gun sites, and so on, pre-assigned to different soldiers. It's very effective. When the fleet of airships sail over the ruined city, the Thark response is sudden enough and effective enough to catch the fleet completely by surprise. And as typical of Burroughs, he describes the action in in an exciting and engaging manner. But this particular battle is definitely one-sided. We also learn the point of taking the opportunity to ambush the fleet. When one ship is damaged enough to sink down helplessly, the Tharks have a method in place for securing it after which they loot it of ammunition and valuables. They also find water. Remember that the Tharks drink a milk-like liquid found in a certain type of plant. This is the first time John Carter sees that water does still exist somewhere on Mars. We also see that there is at least one human race on Mars. The captive is a beautiful woman. She will, of course, turn out to be the incomparable Deja Thoris, princess of the city of Helium and John Carter's future wife. At first, though, John Carter's lack of knowledge of the culture means he pulls some sort of faux pas uh, which he d- when he does not respond to a hand signal. This causes Deja to turn away from him in contempt. It's another nice bit of characterization on Burroughs' part, reminding us that John Carter is still new to Mars and still has a lot to learn. That's it for now. Once again, my name is Tim DeForest. Please visit my blog at Comics Old Time Radio and other cool stuff. You'll also be able to find links to my Amazon.com author page there. Thank you for listening. We'll be back with another uh, mini podcast soon. And keep an ear out also for our full-length episodes.